Welcome to the Below Average Gentleman Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Wesley, Jeff, and Guerra. February 24th, Below Average Gentleman. I'm your host, Wesley, joined by co-host Weddle. Mm-hmm. Co-host Jeff. Yes, sir. All in the studio. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at Wesley BAG, at Twin Thunder BAG, at Weddle BAG, and at Bagman Pond for the podcast. Twitter handle where you get Jeffy Hoops picks yes, every day. Fire. Lumbre. We're normally going higher than 50% win percentage. <laughs> <laughs> normally. 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 You're above that 50% clip, right? Oh, yeah. No, no doubt. Last night, three out of five. Doesn't sound great, but tonight we're going 4 0. If, if Making money, dude. If you go 3 and 2 every night, bro, you literally make money every night, correct? That's the math on that. I'm getting really, really good at this shit. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so far, I think lately we've just been sticking with college hoops. Uh, I haven't put anything on the hockey lately. I don't know shit about hockey. No, I don't, I don't either. Hockey's been a money. If, you can win money on hockey without like just blindly betting all the overs. For some reason, hockey games are four to three, five to three. They're nuts, and all these normally the over unders like six and a half, five and a half. Yeah, the the only thing I know about hockey is like I think it's sixty five percent of the time the favorite wins. Yeah, and that too. If you but betting when you're betting hockey, a lot of times the money line's not paying as good, so you try to do the. Uh, you try to do the three-way money line where it wins and ends in regulation, and that bites me in the ass about ninety-nine percent of the time. <laughs> so if 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 you're picking a favorite's money line, like what's the, what's the most legs you'll put together and feel comfortable with it? I've been is staying it, away from the legs though. Three though, is, like, it, is it three? Yeah, like three. You really got to be lucky to hit three. Mm-hmm. Any more than that, you're just giving away money, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, but what Wes is talking about is. You can bet the money line, say the money line's minus 300. Like, that's not very good. But then you could bet the money line, that it's called the three-way money line. You're betting on them to win without going to overtime. And that one gives you better odds. You're like minus, say, 200. And, like, it, you're like, well, if they're going to win, they're going to win without overtime. In regulation. Nah, dude. You'd be surprised how many of these fucking games go to overtime. And it's so frustrating. Like, you're, you're like, oh, okay. And you put them in, like, say you put in a little parlay, and you're like, oh, yeah, this team, they're for sure going to win. So if they're for sure going to win, they're going to win without overtime. Nah, it's going overtime. Yeah. Don't know why. But it Although the, the shootouts in hockey are, those are phenomenal to watch. Yeah. That's got to be one of the best best ways to end the game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a, a shootout. Whether you're talking about a, a a world club world cup elimination game or hockey, like that, that's just exciting, right? Mm-hmm. Five yeah. shots each. Yeah, I mean, I guess Go the I guess the equivalent would be like in football, if overtime ended and they're still tied, and they just you you have the kickers out there and they just keep moving back ten yards. <laughs> I mean, that sounds dumb, but it sounds pretty exciting at the same time. <laughs> you imagine that it, it, the two kickers are lined up at the fifty and they're here. <laughs> That's that's for the ball game. You'd love that shit being a Bengals fan. They got that rookie kicker for the next thirty years. Yeah, until the overtime. You know, imagine him and Justin Tucker like Fuck. kicking it out at the end of the game. Man, if your kicker sucks up, that'd be terrible. Well, kickers would be invested in more. I bet you that. Yeah, if a game ended like that, yeah, kickers would be a little more valuable. The uh, 
NFL news, uh, I guess the the league year technically starts uh, March something. So all the teams got to be at the cap, ready to go by March like 17th, I think it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, teams are officially in the uh, – they're able to franchise tag people. Franchise has transition tag, right? That's that. That's yeah, the so they kickoff got type they game. have till March eighth. So I imagine no one's going to be franchise tagged until March eighth, which is annoying. They always do that. They wait it out to last second, and all all they're doing when they do this is trying to act like they were in good faith, trying to negotiate when they know damn well they're not going to get to a number. Hey man, we really didn't want to franchise you, but it got to the last day. But oh. if you like, everybody tries to avoid that franchise tag, right? But if you do get franchised. You get paid for one year, bro. It, right. what, what is it? The top five salaries of your position averaged out, and that's your salary for one year. I think year, it correct? does depend somewhat on their performance because it's, you know, if they're a top player at their position, I think their franchise tag. Is, I thought it. Well, I mean, regardless, it's a good payday, but like these dudes want that lengthy three, four, five year. Yeah, deal I mean, they want guaranteed some guaranteed money, money yeah. down the line. I yeah. mean, especially if you're a 30 year old wide receiver and if that. That one year, if you get a serious injury, yeah. you turn ACL, that could be it. Well, that was uh, what was the what was the safety from Te- Earl Earl Thomas? Yeah, right. Got franchise tagged by the Seahawks, broke his leg, flipped off Pete Carroll as as he was being carted yeah. off the field. He's also a bad person. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean that that that's everybody's biggest fear, right? Yeah. Is uh Jesse Bates getting franchised, Wes? I saw he tweeted something with some big googly eyes. I, uh, I'm not sure I what think- that meant. I would. <laughs> I love our news. Our news is: Hey, this guy did big googly eyes on his Twitter. Yeah, he did it. So, <laughs> I would anticipate he either gets the contract or gets franchised because I don't see the scenario where Cincinnati lets him walk. No, he'll 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 be a Bengal hundred percent next year. It's just a matter of his yeah. playing under the franchise. So hundred percent. From uh, my investigative reporting, mm-hmm. says he's looking for a five-year, seventy million dollar deal. That's it. Yeah. Fucking sign it right now. Who's the highest? I mean, what? Jamal Adams is making, what, a billion dollers through Seattle? <laughs> and, that guy's, like that? and that guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that I mean, that guy sucks so bad, he went to a team that has had a losing season in 10 years, and now now they suck. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. So other candidates for the franchise tag, Devontae Adams, Mike Williams, Orlando Brown. I mean, there's some names out there that, teams, so, you know, they don't want some of these guys walking. So if, if, if you're the Packers, all right, Rodgers, Rodgers, all Rodgers can do, all right, they don't have to trade Rodgers, right? He has one year left on his contract, right? Mm-hmm. So Rodgers has, he either comes back to, to the Packers, right? He either retires or he requests a trade. That's all he can do, correct? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be a Matthew Stafford, wink, wink, trade me to wherever I want because you like me so much. Like, no, dude, he's, he's, been, a, he's been a nightmare for the Packers the last couple of years, so the Packers are going to trade him to whoever gives him the best deal, and then Rodgers, in turn, will probably play the Gronk role. Nah, if you trade me to them, retire. If Rodgers Rodgers leaves, do you think they franchise Devontae Adams? I think they do regardless. Just because he is that good. I mean... Yeah, because if if you let him walk, then you get nothing for maybe the first or second best wide receiver in the NFL. So a perfect scenario for the Packers is Rodgers comes back, plays a one-year deal, a la Wink Wink Brady. Hey, dude, give us one year. You can become a free agent and go wherever the hell you want. We franchise Adams, and we run it back one more time for a team that was the one seed in the NFC and and see if they can actually get to a Super Bowl with this pretty good roster that they've had the last five or six years, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's a perfect scenario in Green Bay. Yeah. So you got a... 
I know J.C. Jackson from the Patriots, he's already been putting some stuff on Twitter. He doesn't feel like the Patriots are negotiating with him in good faith. Hey, like, Be- Belichick don't give a shit, dude. Like, like, do you think Belichick gives a shit what J.C. Jackson thinks? He doesn't care. He'll cut that dude yesterday. I mean, he's kind of a pretty good corner. Yeah, no, he is. And, and what surprises me that they're not, it sounds like they're not going to pay him is how much they paid free agents to try and win right now. Yeah. And Just I mean, tight ends alone, they paid a shitload for last year. Yeah, Jackson has 17 interceptions in the past two seasons. Damn. So, I mean, this dude's like, if this dude hits the market, he's going to get, he's oh, gonna yeah. get oh, yeah. paid. Oh, yeah. Can can we talk about that that Aaron Rodgers going backwards? Can we talk about that Instagram post he had? Let's hear. The dude was on some hallucinogens or something, man. He 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 said on the <laughs> McAfee show. No, no, he said on the McAfee show that he went on a twelve day cleanse. Yeah. All right. Which 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 strike one for me. I mean, twelve day cleanse. So he tweeted <laughs> He's all this shit. Pepperonis and shit. He, he he tweeted some shit saying how much he loves Shailene Woodley. And that she was always there for him, and he's grateful for her, and blah, 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 and he loves her. And then he tweeted to the organization, David Bakhtiari, Randall Cobb, uh, uh, all these players saying how much they mean to him. So, like, what I got out of this shit was he's either saying thanks, goodbye, hello, or all of the above. <laughs> right? I mean, I took it more like a like, 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 like a 16-year-old kid that got, just got dumped by his girlfriend, and he had to go vent somewhere. Like, his girlfriend, like, if you're a Packer fan, you're probably pumped that his girlfriend dumped him, dude, because mm-hmm. he has to go to the arms of somebody, and what better do, the, than a bunch of cheeseheads? Because I guarantee you, Shaney Woodley don't want to fucking live in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I think he's finally coming to the realization that he's going to die alone. You might be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. You might have your one Super Bowl, but no one's going to love him overall, and, and that's it. I don't know, like, the way he was talking, I didn't. it didn't sound like they were, like, broke up. No, they're broke up. And breaking news. I don't know if you did you watch the whole McAfee interview with yeah, him? Yeah. You could hear you someone hear girls laughing. And I've watched enough Shailene Woodley movies to know. I recognize that laugh dog. Get out of here. I recognize she that was laugh. in the background during his interview. I've seen Big Little Lies or whatever the hell that he's oh, so showing. So Aaron Rodgers that whole series, bro. Aaron Rodgers couldn't have another chick at his house. No, I recognize that laugh, bro. I recognize that laugh. And uh and I think Matt McAfee even called oh, it yeah. out oh, yeah. and asked him about it. Yeah. And Rogers, oh, that's my TV. Yeah. And like and we Mac- all- McAfee and them couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, <laughs> he was watching her movie. And dude. I guarantee you this 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 hallucinogen hippie doesn't even own the TV. So he's full of shit. <laughs> Look, I, I've seen I, I'll, a, I'll bet you he owns a TV. I, I've seen a couple of Shailene Woodley movies, bro. It's probably for company. It's not for him. He's a deep thinker. He's probably... Burning sage and shit walking around his house. So, uh, Cordero Patterson, another one up for uh, the franchise tag. Hey, and if you franchise him, dude, like that's a lot of money for one year to get paid as a top five running back, correct? With, with, with the Is money he to- getting paid as a running back, though? Mm. Like, there's, that's a fine line, dude. Well, who, who was it? Was it Jimmy Graham that tried to sue the Saints when they franchised him and averaged his salary yeah, as a that. tight end? He won and he that. said, bullshit, I'm a wide receiver. And he went through over 50% of the snaps he was lined up as a wide receiver. Yeah, he, he would probably win the argument because he played a lot of running back. But, I mean, he's the kind of guy, though, that you probably don't want long-term. Like, how many... That dude's been in the league a long time. Franchise him, dude. Yeah. Franchise him. Yeah, he's one. And it's, it's not like this is a perennial all-pro. Like, up until the last year or two, I mean, for a first-round pick, really kind of hasn't been a primetime guy, but he found a role in that Falcons offense this past season and was phenomenal mm-hmm. in that role. A, a, another breaking news that, that I, I just found out this morning. Uh, Kirk Cousins, right? 
mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Vikings, he's 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 projected to make something like thirty six million dollars this year, and the it's, Vikings, it's something like forty. Yeah, it's something crazy. So <laughs> the the Vikings called him up and they were like, "Hey, I'm the new GM." Blah 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 blah. We want to renegotiate your contract. Blah blah blah. And he said, "No, absolutely not." So teams are actually now calling the Vikings and saying, "Hey, what's up? What do you want for this guy? Who was the first team that called Jeff?" I'll give you a hint. It's an NFC team that needs a quarterback. I don't know. Panthers. Panthers. David Tepper. Panthers owner. We all know that guy. Mad King. Uh, calling the Vikings. Knocking on their door saying, what's up with Kirk Cousins? I mean, if you're the Vikings and you don't want to... I mean, if you don't see a future pass this year because they did give him a shitload of guaranteed money. I mean... I mean, say what you want about Kirk Cousins. If he goes to Carolina, does it make him a better team? Yes. Yep. If he leaves Minnesota, does it make them a better team? No. 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 Yeah. So... And with that, you know, teams make an offer for Cousins. Uh, I guess the the Packers are sitting on multiple offers for Rodgers already. Yes, I, I did see that. They have like mul- serious offers, though. Well, I mean, I assume, right? I am I, I imagine if you're making an offer for him, it's a serious offer. Am I at a at a bounds here? Uh, I think that Russell Wilson in the market would go for significantly more than Aaron Rodgers would. No, you don't think so? No, nah. because Aaron Rodgers, he's. I mean. He said he's been saying for two years that he's ready to retire, bro. So how many first rounders are you going to pay for a year or two of Aaron Rodgers? We talked about it, yeah, dude. You make the deal every year he plays for you. You give him your first round. Well, they agreed with that though, because there's a world where like, hey, we just gave up Aaron Rodgers for one first round pick, the the twentieth pick in the draft. You know what I mean? Because Russell Wilson, he's Russell Wilson's what thirty six. Russell Wilson then would you ha- go for three or four first round picks. And, and, I don't see Aaron Rodgers doing the same. And where where Rodgers is going to command. You know, multiple picks is say Rodgers goes to the Broncos. That's not that's not a top ten pick anymore. No, no. And 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 would you rather have would you rather have the twentieth pick in the draft or have two two second round picks? Because from a salary cap point, give me two second round picks instead mm-hmm. of that twenty eight twenty nine pick, bro. The uh, I mean, I it's kind of I, I wonder how the talks are going to go with you know when Rodgers. I mean, he's obviously going to sit down with Green Bay's management and yeah. talk, talk about his decision with them. And and I want to know, like, I mean, if he tells them he wants traded and they're like, well, here's the offers we have and here's the ones we're willing to even yeah. entertain. Yeah, because you're not trading them to the NFC South or I'm, the NFC North. I, I, I fully expect them to run it back one more year, franchise Devontae, and, and put that product on the field for one more year that has gone 13-3 and three for three state seasons. Right, but do you doesn't think, that make the most sense? You think he'll go for it though? Yeah, dude's what thirty six, thirty seven years old, man. Like I just feel like everything's pointing towards he doesn't want to be there at all anymore. Well, it depends how that twelve day cleanse went, dude. That's gonna have a lot to do with it. <laughs> That's true. The uh, NBA, we had the All Star game since the last time we recorded. It was uh, it was, was fantastic, by the way. Sunday was Saturday was a nightmare, bro. The three point shootout was won by a center. The dunk contest had had the top uh, a bunch of members of the top seventy five all time players literally leave during the the dunk contest because these they might as well have had me, Jeff, and Wes out there trying to dunk, bro. It was it was awful. I mean, I mean, so the All Star game was hosted in Cleveland. Yep. And the best way I heard to describe it was it was exactly the dunk the dunk contest that you would expect. In Cleveland. Nice. I mean, being in Cleveland, right? Braun grew, grew up in Akron, right? Northeast Ohio. Uh, Jordan got a bigger Jordan pop. Jordan got than... a bigger pop from the crowd. 
who literally killed Cleveland for 20 years, and he got a bigger pop than than hometown dude Bron Bron. Well, he's a he's a traitor, dude. I mean, when he keeps saying that he's not, he hasn't put it past him that he might go to Cleveland before he retires again. I, if I was Cleveland, I wouldn't even take him back. Can I be honest with you? He he made the comment. I mean, he he's beefing right now with the Lakers. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Bron's beefing mm-hmm. with the Lakers. Uh, he he played GM in 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 the preseason. They had a couple tra- trades that there was a scenario where Buddy Heald was going to come on board, and they could have kept KCP or Caruso for the money that they gave. I mean, they are paying Russell Westbrook something like eighty-eight million dollars this season and next season to not be in the finishing five of that lineup. But and, that, and that's the dude that do... Braun wanted. That yeah. Braun wanted him to come in yeah. because in his head, me Westbrook and Anthony Davis, who street clothes Davis. Charles Barkley named him because he, he doesn't wear a uniform. He wears street clothes <laughs> half the time. Uh, he thought those three were going to be enough to to make a run at this shit. And here we stand uh, o- almost in March, right? They're the ninth seed in the West, bro. They're not even a top eight seed in the West. And Braun has been fantastic this year. I think he's averaging the most points he has like in 10 years. He's been great. Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Russell Westbrook is just... I mean, he's fucking Kevin from the office walking around with a bucket of chili, bro. Like he, every time he's on the court, it's it's a shitstorm. Oh, and 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 he made the comment. Uh, he went out and praised the All Star break. He made it a point. I mean, this is all calculated from Team LeBron, Clutch Sports, Rich Paul, Adele's boyfriend. Uh, it's 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 all it's all perpetrated. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's business for them. He came out and made it a point to say that Sam Presti is the best GM. That's Oklahoma City Thunder GM. He made it a point to say that he is by far the best GM in the in the NBA. He, dra- he drafted Westbrook. He drafted Harden. He drafted Durant. He drafted Serge Ibaka. He traded for Shea Gilders-Alexander. He's got something like 11 first-round picks in the next like five years or some shit like that, giving him high praise. At the same time, he's mad at his GM because his GM put him on blast that Bron's the one that wanted Russell Westbrook. Mm. That wasn't his move, mm-hmm. but he listened to Clutch. So now he's upset at that, that that got out. And in turn, now he's also saying that he's not closing the door on going to Cleveland. If I'm Cleveland, Cleveland's having this fantastic season, bro, with, with Garland, uh, uh, Mobley, the kid they drafted third overall from USC. I mean, they're, they're, they're on the top half. I mean, they're, they're going to be a top four seed in the East mm-hmm. without LeBron. So, like, if I'm them, like, I'm not trading all these badass young dudes for a year or two of LeBron. Like, I'm not, dude. Which would have been asinine to say a few years ago like you can get LeBron James you trade whatever the hell you want for him but if I'm Cleveland like we overcame LeBron coming and leaving we won a ship that was great he's gone we don't need LeBron bro. Mm-hmm. we don't need a third 38 year old LeBron James on a roster that would be the best if on his way out he really want to go back to Cleveland for his last say and they were like nah fuck you well he's already came out and said that he's not going to finish his career as Laker right he's yeah. going to finish his career wherever his son Bronny get, gets drafted and the only place that dude's getting drafted is for World War Three, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I saw, I saw a great tweet from some NBA guy. He said, uh, "It had had LeBron's quote like my final season will be playing professional basketball with my son, Bronny." And then it said, "LeBron to the Shanghai Dragons confirmed." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was really good. But, the- but not like like th- this is the first time in LeBron's career where a front office has finally stood up and said, "Nah, dude, like we're not we're not doing exactly what you want." This is your mess. Fix it. So in the All-Star game, Steph Curry went off with 16 threes. 48 total points. I mean, 50. he went ham. Yeah. He and I, went ham. And I did, uh, I took the under and got it. Yeah. 
What was in, it over? Like like a thousand points or something now, like that? Now here, here's, I was so confused on the way that ended. So what? I don't know if the sports books didn't understand or didn't know what the thing was. So the under was set at uh, 300. 323, 321 and a half, something like that. 324. It was something huge. It was something 324, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the all-star game was set to end when a team got to 162. Yeah, so the, there's the, no way the sports books knew that. No, so so the way this works, right. if I'm not mistaken, uh, <laughs> right? So, yeah, I mean, so, so no, no, no. So so this isn't the first year they do this. So what they do is they uh they play the first quarter, play it through, and then whoever wins the first quarter, that East or West uh charity gets X amount of dollars. So first quarter is over. I believe bronze team won uh first quarter. That team got a uh, hundred thousand dollars in charity or something like that. So quarter two starts, and on the top right it says total score. Now, second quarter starts on the ticker, 0-0. Zero, zero. So whoever wins the second quarter, straight up, 0-0, zero, zero, X amount of charity money goes to that, which I believe was Durant's team won the second quarter. So they got some money. And then third quarter, same thing. I think it's 0-0, zero, zero, blah, 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 charity again. And then whatever the score is at the top, so, so Vegas was banking on the first three quarters being just an exuberant amount of points. So whatever the total score is at the end of the third quarter, whoever scores, what was it? Is it, is it, is it 24 for Kobe or something like that? Whoever scores that, that amount of points in the fourth quarter wins the game. Oh, okay. it, 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 it's kind of odd. I mean, it's, it's, it's something different. Thanks for correcting me. Cause there, yeah. there's no way Vegas didn't know anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but it was weird. I didn't understand it. Like the game, I was watching it and it was like first one to score, you know, four more points wins the game. And I'm like, Thinking the same thing, Wes is. I'm like, man, they had a fucking over under set. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's kind of odd. I mean, I mean, it's something different. It, it's it's just before if it was a blowout, like nobody was trying. And I get it's an all star game. Nobody plays. I watched some of those plays hard, uh, but I watched some of the celebrity parts of the all star games, like Miles mm-hmm. Garrett there dunking was, on. Yeah, Miles Garrett out there with those massive arms dunking and Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly trying to trying to foul him as he went up for a dunk. <laughs> it's like a fucking moth landing on a man's shoulder. <laughs> hey, can, it, can we talk about the 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 they're the, in the Pro Bowl though, right? The top seventy five guys. Did you guys see that? What about it, him? it was cool, man. Like seeing. So they 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 they, they did it at the fifty. I remember I was a kid twenty five years ago when, when they did it at the top fifty. I was in junior high, and they gave them these badass leather jackets, and it was the greatest fifty at the fifty anniversary mark of the NBA. It was the fifty uh, uh, greatest players of all time. And at the time, everybody was alive except for uh, Pistol Pete Maravich, legend. Uh, I think he passed away in his forties. One of my dad's favorite players. Uh, and so they did the same thing at seventy five, and then they gave him cool little blazers with a seventy five logo. They will eventually give them the same leather jacket. I saw that. For the 75. But ESPN went ahead and ranked. And they're like, they weren't ranked. It was just 75 players. And there it is. But ESPN went through it and they ranked from 1 to 75 who they thought the greatest players in the history of uh, the NBA was. Did you guys happen to see that list? No. No. Pulling it up. I know Jordan was one, though. You damn right Jordan was one. And it was cool seeing all these dudes on stage. Like some guys big leagued it. Some guys COVID. Bill Russell came out and said he wasn't comfortable attending. He's. Yeah, the thing is in his 80s or something like that. Like he, he's just gonna play it safe and stay home. But uh, yeah, Jordan was one, and it was cool to see the little intricate beefs that still exist years later. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan refused to acknowledge Charles Barkley. That's been a beef that's been going on for about 15, 20 years. The story with that is uh, Barkley and Jordan. They were homies, right? In, in the NBA, that they were buddies, golfing buddies, gambling buddies. Uh, Barkley got on with TNT, made, made a comment that Michael Jordan will never be a successful GM, a successful owner in the NBA because he surrounds himself with too many yes men that are afraid to tell him he's wrong. Thus, 
He is not going to be a good owner GM. Jordan took umbrage with that. Hasn't spoken to him since, bro. It's been like 15 years. Damn. I fucking love how much of a grudge holder yeah. this guy is. Yeah. Love Jordan. He's worse uh, than you. Ray Allen. Ray Allen has huge beef with the Celtics, correct? With Kevin Garnett, with Paul Pierce. Uh, they won a championship together. Uh, Ray Allen was a, was a was a free agent. I saw this. Uh, they got defeated by the Miami Heat. Uh, Ray Allen was a free agent. Decided not to re-sign with uh, the Celtics. Went and signed with the Heat, the team they hated. Dead. Dead to Kevin Garnett. Dead to Paul Pierce. So w- w- when they called Ray Allen, it's Paul Pierce standing next to Kevin Garnett, standing next to LeBron, LeBron James. So Ray Allen got called, and you just literally see... <laughs> like a kid, Kevin Garnett is standing there looking up, rolling his eyes with his fist clinched. It looked like that Stewart meme with the guy, the guy with the, you know what I mean? Yeah, with his fist yeah. clenched. It was awesome, dude. Like, it's cool seeing the beat. Because he cool walked right them. by them yep, to yep, dab it yep, up with to, LeBron. To dab up his boy yeah. LeBron, who he won a ring with in Miami. Boston never got another yeah. championship out of that big three group. Which surprised me because Ray Allen played so many years with those guys in Boston. And he's just like, nah, fuck you guys. So I'm, 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 I'm just gonna read the top ten here for you guys. Tell, tell me, tell me what you guys think of this list, right? Uh, number one, the goat, greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan. I mean, averaged over thirty points a career. We all know six for six in finals. Number two was LeBron James. Uh, what is he like, two and five in the finals? Uh, number three was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number four was Magic Johnson. Number five was Will Chamberlain. Number six was Bill Russell. Number seven was Larry Bird, Larry Legend, Tim Duncan. Number eight, uh, Oscar Robertson. Number nine. And the late Kobe Bryant, number 10. Is, do, you, do you guys agree with that top 10? Surprise, Kobe's at 10. It's about right, bro. It's about right. Yeah. I, I love Kobe. I love Kobe Bryant. I'm not but, saying he's top three, but I mean, like 10 I seems think pretty far back. I think it's weird. Like, you mentioned the LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's three. He's won, what, three or four finals? He's He won He won one with Cleveland. He's got four. He's got four. He, he won one with Cleveland. He won two with Miami, and he's won one with the Lakers. And I think it's weird how... People will weigh like their finals losses against them. Yeah, and that that first finals and, and like guys who never, you know, if they've only made it to one and won it, mm-hmm. people act like that's a bigger accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Wes on that. Like making it to as many as he made is is yeah. impressive. I mean, that, I mean that's like he's still a bitch. I remember when people were trying to hold a couple Super Bowl losses against Brady, and it was like, <laughs> dude's been to. Fucking ten of them. So, so what you're saying is that in this, in these small-minded people's heads, they would think more of Brady if he would have lost in an AFC Championship rather than yeah. losing in an actual. If Super he had, Bowl. if he had just won the seven, the seven rings, those seven Super Bowls he went to and never went to the other three, people, it'd be a different story. Well, it's the it's the Joe Montana argument. Yeah, the Joe Montana argument is he never lost in a Super Bowl, and then you look at how many times he got smacked in the first round or the second round of the playoffs. Like, does that not matter? Like, you got blown out in the wild card yeah. round, but it, but he was 5-0 in the Super there's, Bowl. There's probably some moronic people out there that think less of Jim Kelly for going over four in Super Bowls, right? But if he wins those, it, it's a totally different story on, on his career. Yeah. And, I mean, making it, you know. Making make, it to one is hard. Yeah. And this dude was at four in a row. It was it, it was just really cool seeing those dudes at the halftime show. And Michael Jordan is is such a bad dude. He big league the meet and greet before the All-Star game, right? Didn't go. Uh, was spotted at the Daytona 500 earlier in the day. And Twitter was at an uproar like, I can't believe Michael Jordan is not showing up to this. He was spotted at the Daytona 500. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching my wife, and she tells me, she's like, is Jordan there? And I was like, I don't think so, dude. Like, he was at the Daytona 500 a couple years ago. And she's like... 
you think this dude doesn't have a private jet to get there? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I don't know. So they named all the players, and the very last name that they called, nobody had seen them all day. Number 23, Michael Jordan came out to a Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania-like pop. Like, it was, it was, it was, it was fucking awesome. That's it him, was, dude. It was that, great seeing all those dudes. That's him, man. Like, he wants to be the dude, the, and he is the, the dude. This dude is still that guy to where, like, it, after they met everybody, he saw Magic Johnson, and met him and Magic Johnson are buddies, and Magic's laughing, and he, he said something to Johnson, and he looks across at Michael Jordan and said, go find some fucking sneakers. I'll play you one-on-one right yeah. now and whoop your ass. Yeah. These dudes are 60 years old, bro. And he would whoop him. Oh. So... MLB, no, ML- no, no, Jordan will whoop him yes, right now. Yeah. Yes, yes, MLB still sucks. They can't get their shit together. Yeah, so they right. they originally set a soft date of October twenty eighth to get it figured out. It was it was a soft deadline, right? To find out today, the owners say no, it's a hard deadline. If we don't figure this out by February twenty eighth, we will play less than one hundred sixty two games, and we will not start the season on time. Which is, I think, of an, an empty threat. So you're telling me if they figure it out March first, they still can't play one hundred sixty two games? Nope. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare, these baseball people, bro. I mean, it's billionaires against millionaires, and they're going to outweigh each other, outweight each other, and billionaires are usually going to win that fight, bro. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, you can say, like, the billionaires are going to lose money by not having the games, right? But no, those dudes can lose money. They're still billionaires. And they're still billionaires. Players, Players probably need their money. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I mean, the upper hand is with the owners. But a situation like this, you'd think the players had a little more than normal. But, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, those guys got all the money. They if, if, this shit, if MLB didn't work out for them, they'd own something else. You know, they're smart. These MLB guys, uh, I don't know about the players. I don't know how smart they are. I mean, uh, by nature, baseball players are the, the smartest athletes around. I don't know. Yeah, because it's a non-contact sport, so they don't get head injuries. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's uh, it's time for our Jeffy Hoops talk. Jeffy here. Hoops locks. How many you got today, Jeff? I got, I got four picks hey, today. What how about, about how about that Xavier Providence game last night? And that, that, that had everything, bro. That was phenomenal. That Triple had, overtime. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I was on the. Uh, I put money on the Xavier money line. Uh, I did also. I thought that one. You had, I think it was like 99% of the public had their money on Providence. And so I was like, I got to fade the public on this one. I mean, that that had everything, correct? I mean, I mean, uh, conference foes, Providence was at home, uh, triple overtime. They had to delay the game because apparently the, the roof at the Duncan Center, whatever the hell they have in Rhode Island, is trash. It, it was the roof was leaking. It wasn't even raining. They just have built up water in the roof. Mm-hmm. And they were cleaning the floor of water for 30, 40 minutes. There's only three minutes left in regulation. They were talking about taking it over to campus and playing, like, YMCA ball. The guys were all worried about the the commentators were like, yeah, like, you guys, you guys are just going to have to trust us how this game ends because we're going to have to take it over there. And they're joking about recording it with a selfie stick and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, so, so the way that shit would happen, like, like, depending what side of the floor they were on because the floor kept dripping, there was kids out there with towels, like, wiping down the other floor yeah. and getting out of the way b- before the game transitioned back to their side of the hoop. It was just back and forth un- until uh, apparently it stopped leaking eventually, right? I don't think it did, like, completely, but the, what's crazy, and and of course I'm going to say this because I had Xavier to, mm-hmm. to win or yeah. cover, that was, that momentum swing rivaled that Super Bowl when the lights went out. Oh, when, because when Beyonce brought too much juice and the lights went out. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it, it felt like that, like, you know, was Xavier Ray- was Raymond's up what? Niners. Niners, yeah. yeah. 
Xavier was up like five or six. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as like that long break, as soon as it came out, Providence came out, hit a three. Yeah. Like they they started coming back. They ended up, you know, they were up and went to overtime. Yeah. They ended up winning the game. But um my you know, I I've been on the podcast talking big about Providence, mm-hmm. especially at home. Yeah. They're a great team. But when we were looking at the lines and looking at everything, like it screamed trap game. Think it, they, they, think it closed at minus two, got all the way about a half hour before tip up to minus one and a half for Providence, yeah. correct? Was there was Arizona State one of your picks tonight? Uh not an official pick, but that's also a trap game. That's uh they're up they're, Arizona they're up, State's putting that whooping on right they're now. They're up twenty two right now in ten P. Oh no, this this is an old game, boys. You're you're looking at an old game. Arizona State plays Colorado tonight, and they're six point yeah, dogs. That's a Pac-12 encore. I just saw it. Um, is it? Yeah, top, uh, top right corner. They tricked me. But w- but with that <laughs> Providence thing, like Providence was ranked 11. They're at home where they've only lost one game. They're playing Xavier, who's a non-ranked team, mm-hmm. and they're only a one-point favorite. Like that screams trap. And we've been looking a lot on doing research on the CBS Sports app because they'll give Caesar Sportsbook will put on their the amount of bets on each side. So Providence had like 90 plus percent of the bets that they were going to win that game, that they were going to cover. And it just, it's scream trap game, dude. Like Vegas doesn't lose those games like that. It's just, and there was a lot of, I was explaining to you guys earlier, there was a lot of games yesterday like that. that yep. were trap games. Trap games. Was that the only one that didn't hit? That was Providence was the only one that didn't hit. I mean, I mean that, that and game it could have went every, either way. I mean, Paul Scruggs hit, hitting that three uh, at the end of double overtime to send it to overtime, and then they had to go look at it, and then the the screen wasn't working, so they had to go use the CBS camera to look at it. That 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 was a five when, to ten minute delay to, to check that out. When when Bynum hit that that three, that deep three, Jared Bynum five, oh, five of man, ten from three, twenty seven points. I mean, he's to tie the game, double is, overtime. Is Providence a team to be reckoned with come uh, come March Madness? So according to the the Twitterverse, yeah. as we'll call them, they Twitter says Providence is the luckiest team in NCAA basketball. That they get bailed out all the time. That they're lucky, whatever, whatever. They are a team to be reckoned with, dude. Coach like, likes them. It it depends what seed they get, really. But they are a team to be reckoned with. I I don't know the they have one of the best home court advantages in NCAA. Their fans are going nuts. Their the the roof leaks at. When Perfect they're down, time. When they're down, like, to give them a little break. Yeah, I mean, they are a team you, you want to... Do they have a shot to win the whole thing? Fuck no. Probably, but, not, probably not. But, I mean, would you be shocked if 11-ranked Providence, 23-3 and three on the year? Sweet I mean, 16? Making no. Elite 8. Yeah, it wouldn't I, surprise I would. me. They, no. they, they, they've had success the last couple of years. They've been able to play... Any, anyone that's they've played, like Villanova's a really good squad. Yeah. They can hang or beat anybody. Like, even Villanova, they end up losing by five. Great game the whole game. Real quick, just to touch on uh, Villanova and UConn played as well last night, correct? Or was that two nights ago? Two nights ago. Did you guys see Dan Hurley getting ejected for firing up the crowd? Did you guys see that shit? No. no. Head coach Dan Hurley, uh, brother of Bobby Hurley, who coaches the disaster at Arizona State right now. Uh, D- Dan Hurley's playing Villanova, both ranked teams. Big t- big conference games. Big time deal. Uh, argues with the ref, blah, 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 whatever. Tells him something he don't like. Ref tees him up. Dan Hurley turns around. Walks away from the official and starts with his arms waving at the crowd going crazy. Arena erupts. Referee turns around and tees him up again. Soft, fair or foul? No, that's bullshit, man. Like how the, the, the referee said after the game that he was antagonizing the crowd purposely. How can the ref dictate a game like that? Yeah. Right? Like and, how how and much they won. pull and you can won. Well that's about how much pull do these guys have? Uh how man, that was years ago when uh when Elway complained about the crowd. In Kansas City, and got a in 
the crowd got a penalty called. What? For what? I don't remember that. Yeah, it was too loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there's video of it. So, that that's when the refs got way too much involved in this yeah. shit. Yeah. The, and you, the rule of thumb is when a guy walks away, it's over, dude. It's over. Yeah. As a referee, you the coach walks away, the player walks away, it's it's done right there. Even if he's talking shit while he's walking away from you, he's not showing you up anymore at that point. He is walking away, it's over. Same goes for baseball. Once a manager walks away, it's over. So, when we're talking about, like, you know, I said 90% of these bets were on Providence, this and that. That, at the end of the day, should not matter at all. It shouldn't matter if 100% are on one team. But for some reason, it tends to matter. And I'm, I'm not saying everything's a conspiracy, but sometimes the shit just kind of makes sense. Like, we're watching that game, the Xavier-Providence game, and it's in double overtime. I've got money on Xavier. They're hacking the shit out of these dudes. Nothing's being yeah. called. And those are the things, like... Yeah, I'm glad to be on Vegas' side on this one. Like, they ended up losing, Makes but... Make sure take notice. Yeah, and, and like I mentioned yesterday, the other trap games, Wake Forest had 93% of the bets on Wake Forest mm-hmm. to beat Clemson by three points or more. Mm-hmm. Clemson straight up won. Yep. I was in on that one. Yep. Uh, uh, who, who played uh, Virginia yesterday? Um, Duke. Duke. Duke at Virginia. Duke was... Four and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ninety plus percent of the money was on Duke to cover. Yep. They didn't. One it's, by four. It's just like weird shit seems one to happen four. when more than ninety percent of the public's on one side or the other. Sticking to college hoops, can we talk about that Michigan Wisconsin game that was played su- Sunday evening? The slap fest. Yeah. Do you want? I mean, the, I, I I watched it live. Like I was I was sitting on the couch. Like the game was on. Michigan was up early. Like like Wisconsin's the ranked team. They're they're twenty one and five or whatever. Uh. Michigan was preseason top five in the country. Have had a really down year. The fourteen eleven as it stands. Uh, Fifteen seconds ago, uh, Michigan is still pressing down. I think I think fifteen points around something like that. Usually you pull back. There's no need to press. Run the clock out. Wisconsin has their walk ons on. I mean I mean it's 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 not their good players. Uh, Great guard. Wisconsin head coach is worried about a ten second call. Which whatever. I don't think he should have been worried about that either. Decides to call a timeout. Up fifteen. 15 seconds ago, his thinking of that, he said after the game, was he didn't want to put his non-starters that don't haven't worked on a press breaker because they don't play, and he didn't want he wanted them to be able to bring the ball up court, so he called the timeout. Uh, Juwan Howard took umbrage with that. You could see as soon as it happened, he turned and looked at him, started talking shit. Uh, whatever, game ends. Uh, as soon as the game ends, uh, Juwan Howard, usually head coaches are the first two guys in the line. They shake hands, good job, blah, blah, blah. How's the family? Good continue on their walk. Uh, Juwan Howard did not get in line. Goes and starts high-fiving his guys, walking up the court, saying, blah, 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 good job, this and that, this and that. Greg Gard shakes assistant coach's hands, assistant coach's hands, player's hands, assistant coach's hands, player's hands. Juwan Howard says to get in the back of the line, walks right by Greg Gard, pulls his mask up enough, uh, and there's actually audio. There, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a video of this that shows the audio. Juwan Howard tells him, and I quote, I'll remember that shit. Doesn't shake his hand, attempts to walk by him. Greg Gard, at that point, grabs him by the shoulder and starts talking shit to him. Greg uh, Juwan Howard points his finger, grabs his shirt, points his finger at his face and says, don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. Over and over again. Over and over again. P- p- players start smashing him, trying to break it out. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, assistant coach from Wisconsin. What was his name? Uh, Joe. The tough guy? Cabinhoft comes over here with a with a with just a shit-eating grin, bro. Like, oh, man. Uh, start Says something to a player. Player takes umbrage. Looks at Juwan Howard. Juwan Howard, at which point, is 6'8". Probably has the reach of a heavyweight fighter. Uh, it begins with a closed fist, turns into an open fist, and just smacks him upside the head. Uh, fair or foul. That's Oh, and then after that, fight breaks out. There's, there's like four Wisconsin dudes, four Michigan dudes throwing punches. I mean, no, nobody got too hurt, but I mean, 
Yeah, like that. Two grown men fighting led to the kids fighting. Correct? And Juwan Howard got suspended. Yeah, Juwan Howard got suspended for the final game. Uh, re- refused to apologize, by the way, after the game. Kind of respect it. They asked Juwan Howard about it, and he said that once a grown man puts his hands on me, it's game on. Uh, go ask him why he put his hands on me. I will defend myself every time in that situation. Arrest a man. Juwan Howard? Yeah. Arrest Stop him. Stop it. Arrest him. Send him to jail. If I fucking hit somebody, guess where I'm at? I'm going to jail. There's no, I mean, there's no reason to fucking hit somebody. Sometimes. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying really send him to jail, but really, <laughs> like, the overall situation, yeah, he's mad that... that Draft him into World War Three. Do you know what he was really mad about? Do you know what he was really mad about? That they called a timeout. No, he was mad because his team lost. That's why he was mad, bro. And and the timeout, he felt like he was rubbing it in. Uh, Jawan Howard got suspended for the final five games. Will be allowed to coach in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, Michigan, as it stands right now, 14-11, probably not a tournament team. So the, the the Big Ten tourney, unless they win that tournament and grant themselves an automatic bid into the Big Dance, that'll probably be it for Michigan. Uh, Wisconsin coach Greg Gard was not suspended. Uh, I think he got fined $10,000. Why would he be? For, for having a shit-eating grin on his face and having a cool-ass name? Greg like, Gard? You think Greg Gard's a cool oh, name? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about that. Uh, oh, no, the assistant coach. Okay. No, I mean, that guy didn't get fined, suspended, or anything. He just got a, a slap to the side of the forehead. I mean, you're <laughs> he's still got <laughs> Juwan Howard's big-ass handprint on his for face. For his trouble. So, and but, I actually saw the tail of the tape. Dude, Juwan Howard's like 6'8", like, like 245. Greg Gard's like, I don't know, like 5'11". My favorite, my favorite meme was... If Jawan Howard was going to slap anybody yeah. for calling a timeout, it should have been Chris Weber. It should have been Chris Weber 35 <laughs> years ago. Uh, I did see that. Ace, but you're you're big because we've talked about this plenty of times on the podcast. I love Jawan Howard. You're, I love Jawan no, Howard. No, no, but you're big on, you know, get good. Like, if you're that bad, like, stop me. There's 15 seconds. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's basketball, dude. You're down 15 whatever. Look, if I'm Jawan Howard, would I have probably got upset? Yeah, would I have slapped the dude in the face? Probably not, but I would have got upset. But if Greg, if he just continues to walk without shaking Greg Gard's hand, nothing happens, right? Greg Gard grabbed him by the shoulder, grabbed his shirt, and then that's when all hell broke loose. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Somebody, Greg Gard was the first guy to put his hands somebody on Somebody put their hands on me like that. Probably. All, all Jawan Howard wanted to make a point and tell him, I'll remember that shit, and, did, did, and refused to shake his hand and wanted to keep walking the sideline. Greg, I mean... Yeah, the, the, the slap from Juwan Howard is probably the worst thing that happened. But there's I'd, there's there's a lot of things that led to that. I'd say right? overall, though, he's the one that's in the wrong. He was the one being a little bitch about shaking his hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the one that started talking shit. And then when they when they started talking back to him, he wanted to punch him. He mm-hmm. wanted to throw a fist or whatever. Throw and a then, slap. And he then, could and dish then, it. He couldn't take it. Yeah. And then it was funny afterwards. Took umbrage. Uh, <laughs> took umbrage. It, it was funny afterwards. Like They're ordering like all the teams to go back and blah, blah, blah. And Greg Gard is standing at midcourt. Staring at Jawan Howard, who's who's still on the baseline, and they're just dogging each other. It, it, was, it was kind of funny for Greg Gard to think that he sends a chance in that fight is hilarious. So, who who are all the picks for tonight, Jeffy? Give them to me, uh, Jeffy Hoops. Jeffy Hoops. Hashtag Jeffy Hoops. Jeffy Hoops. We got a UMKC minus two and a half. We're talking Kansas City boys. We're getting real deep oh, on yeah. the list here. No. Two and a half. I'll, I'll I'll break each game down if you guys want, but we got Idaho State plus three and a half. Marshall, the trap game I was talking about. Thundering herd. So Marshall, they're playing Middle Tennessee State. Middle Tennessee opened up where Marshall was an eight-point dog. All the money went on to Middle Tennessee, and now they're they're only a six-point dog. So why would all the money be on Middle Tennessee and the line move that way? That it's called reverse line movement, as we've learned. Yeah, that that's and, I mean almost two points. That that's that's quite a bit to move. Yeah, when when all the money's going on them to cover eight, and then it still mm-hmm. moves that way, 
it's the classic trap game. And then Gonzaga plays San Francisco. Uh, Gonzaga is minus 10. I know that's a lot of points, but Gonzaga is one of the best teams, if not the best team in college basketball. And in conference play, every single game they've won, it's been by at least 12 points or more. And the trends on um, that game, like Gonzaga's 4-0 in their last five Thursday against the spread. A lot of under stuff. Uh, San Francisco's 1-9 against the spread in their last 10, uh, following a straight-up win. They're 1-7 in their last nine against, or 1-7 in their last eight against the spreads after scoring more than 90 points. A lot of it, I mean, and Gonzaga's a powerhouse, dude. Like, at the end of the day, like, if I'm going to lose my money on a big spread like that, yeah. I'll ride with Gonzaga on, on some shit like that. Chet Holmgren, a bad boy. So, Gonzaga. there's a lot of other trends on these these other games. Like I said, the the big one on Marshall is that fucking line movement, dude. Like, it feels yeah. like a... Uh, do you like do you like Arizona covering the uh, the ten and a half on the road at Utah today? Nah, dude, I'm that, I'm, I'm done betting a, on Arizona covering that's a nine anything. p.m. tip. They should cover all these games. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. I mean, they just don't seem to do it. I, you know, good teams win, great teams cover. Arizona's not a great team right now. They're number, not covering no, number two in the country. Yeah, but they're not covering the spread. They're not winning us money, right? Because if I bet a money line on Arizona, I'm winning like on a on a ten dollar money line bet, you might win eleven cents. So here, here's my uh, South Dakota goes and plays Kansas City, the uh, the ruse. <laughs> That's is how that, deep we're getting, boys. With that, this, is that like a, a like 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 they're a ruse, like a scam? Like no, it's a ruse. So, <laughs> or, or is there an animal that's a ruse? The ruse. You know what I'm talking about? The king of ruse. Not the ruse. I got you. I got you. These guys, Kansas City, they are killing it of late, dude. They're ten and two at home. They're seven and zero against the spread in their last seven. Oh wow! Six and zero against the spread in their last six, following an ATS win, which is is that means they're seven and zero against mm-hmm. the spread. Yeah, same yeah, yeah. Um, five and zero against the spread after the last five straight up. Four and zero against the spread on Thursday games. Um, these dudes just get it done, man. They're they're playing good. Uh, they played these guys head to head. Last time they played, they won by eleven. That was a long time ago. I don't even think that was this year. Um, but I don't know. All the all the research says smash uh, Kansas City here. You might not get to see it on TV, but they're gonna they're gonna get it done, boys. Also, not one of the the official picks, but ASU goes to Colorado tonight, mm-hmm. and Colorado is a six point favorite. That one also screams trap game. On like you would take Arizona State to cover the six because it should be way more. Yeah. Who's Kansas City playing? Uh, South Dakota. So I mean, I'm trying to scroll through and find uh, one of the other ones I had. Oh, there uh, I was. I was seeing a lot of the Illinois Ohio State. Illinois is a seven and a half point favorite. That's probably about to tip off. If not, it hasn't already, right? Yeah. A lot of pe- a lot of people are on Ohio State to cover that. Which uh, I don't know, boys. I love that we're all watching a college basketball game on a Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Yep. Coach talked about it earlier today. It's fantastic. Uh, should we get into the WrestleMania card and what it's going to look like real quick? How about uh how about no? <laughs> <laughs> Big soccer podcast here. Soccer. Oh yeah. God, here we go. Uh, Neymar mm-hmm. uh, wants to play in the U.S. Brazilian legend. I mean, this is what happens, right? Yeah. This is what happens. The guys get to the end of their yeah, he's gonna come make some money here. I love Beckham, the yeah. David Beckham's and the Thierry Henrys and those guys. You know, they they come and try to 
trying to make some money in the USA, right? And I guarantee you he ain't playing. Like he's gonna play for like Inter Miami or LA Galaxy or the New York Red Bulls. Like he ain't gonna play for. He ain't gonna be in Green, Green Bay, Wisconsin. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not on board with your uh, WrestleMania being two nights. Uh, I, I don't love it. it. I don't love it, but it's gonna happen. It's it's a cash grab, right? They can if they can sell out the, the Cowboys uh, Cowboys Stadium two nights. That's, I mean. Twice the amount of money. That that's the. I mean, it's not. It's all but confirmed right now. Main event's going to be Roman Reigns Universal Champion versus Brock Lesnar WWE Champion, who just recently won the WWE title back from Bobby Lashley at the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Charlotte Flair is going to take on Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown Women's Title. Uh, Becky Lynch will defend her gold against Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's t- <laughs> Title. Uh, this one, I don't know if you guys kept your eye on this one. The Miz and Logan Paul will take on Ray and Dominic Mysterio in a tag team match. And not official, but it looks like Edge will be taking on AJ Styles as it stands right now. WrestleMania is April 2nd and April 3rd, Saturday, Sunday, live from Cowboy Stadium in Fort Worth, Texas. Sounds impressive. So Brock Lesnar and Roman oh, Reigns are fighting? And Sami Zayn will fight Johnny Knoxville. Your, your boy, who's, Johnny Knoxville. Who's Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn is a, it's a good Mac technician. I mean, he's not a bad wrestler. Not, nothing yet on the Kevin Owens, Stone Cold Steve Austin match, but, I mean, that's still out there. That might happen. That alone is worth the bang for the buck. So this is what sucks. They don't announce what what matches what night, correct? Like that's where they get you. So if you fight a Dallas and you're like Stone Cold, I want to watch the Stone Cold Kevin Owens. I don't know what night it is. I gotta fucking pay for both nights. That's fucking. That's dumb, how that's man. how that shit works, bro. Yeah, this two night thing's stupid. So at what point? At what point is is not is too much as far as them just trying to yoke in the money? It's like. It's like Madden football. That, that's like and the Super Bowl playing the first half one night, and then the next night you get the second half. Probably bigger than the Super Bowl. Or the next. WrestleMania. Yeah, Come like <laughs> the Super Bowl spreads out. The first half is one week, and the second half is the next week. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, like uh, before people complain that, holy shit, like this is a seven-hour event, like like with the pre-show and shit. I'm all right with that, dude. I just need to take one day off of work, not two. Like, you know when, I mean? when does it become Madden and Call of Duty, though, where they just re-gift the same fucking game every year, mm-hmm. and you still pay for it? That's yeah. a, that's the same thing. Right, that's what they do already. I mean, this Brock, Brock Roman Reigns is the... It's like, played I, out, I dude. swear I've seen this at four WrestleManias now. It's played yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Let me yeah. guess. The Rock and Stone Cold are going to make guest appearances. Let me uh, guess. Stone Cold will. Undertaker will, I guarantee you, had been in Texas as well. Just announced the other day, as reported by the New York Times. Uh, Undertaker will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Which, by the way, it doesn't exist. Like, it's not a building. It's just a list that they have of Hall of Famers. Why isn't he already? Because he hasn't retired? Well, he just retired like a year or two ago. That, that, that guy Didn't, held on too long. Did, uh, call, I'm going to say something. Maybe controversial. Never was an Undertaker guy. What? Call me crazy. I was never an Undertaker did, guy. Didn't they like unhall of Fame Hulk Hogan? Yeah, for a while. I mean, they made him sit in a corner for like two years, but now he's back. He's back. He's back. Yeah. Hulk Hogan built the WWE. Well, Vince did, but... No, no. Hulk Hogan. Alongside Hulk Hogan. But they... Yeah, they uninducted him from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he was uh he was he was Pete Rose from that for yeah. a couple of years. But he's back there selling his merch again on the So we have something to discuss. Yeah, let's do it. I Speaking know exactly of Hulk Hogan. Going. I know where you're going with this. I'm sure Weto's a big Hulk Hogan supporter. No, not anymore. Since no, he oh, is was a, as a kiddo. Was as a kiddo. I never thought Weto would be a supporter of a racist. Stop it. Where are we going? Nobody with knew. This? So uh Weto was in complete support of a racist last week. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think you have to answer for your crimes. Look, uh, Kelly Smiley, the photographer. That <laughs> fell. Go, go ahead. Tell the story. Tell the story. Yeah, tell, tell, tell the story. Tell the story. No, tell this story. is what we talked about last week. Yeah, go ahead. Matt Stafford, drunk, mm-hmm. 
said, you know, she she falls off the stage, breaks her back or Ke- whatever. Kelly Smiley fractures her spine. Yeah, fractures her spine. Yeah. Matt Stafford turns it, sees it, like he's surprised, turns around, and walks away. Mm-hmm. And Matt Stafford did better than I would have done because mm-hmm. I would have just started laughing. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, you. Mm-hmm. Decided to take the stance that Matt Stafford was a big piece of shit. You, I, I as a horrible person, I said that <laughs> a normal human being, somebody good natured such as myself, uh, with a strong moral compass, would have said, "Excuse me, young lady, you seem to have hurt yourself." <laughs> but then, w- would you like me to get? I don't it? see. I don't. Would you like me to help you? I don't believe in your drunken state. <laughs> that that's what you would have done. And. Well, let me win a Super Bowl and let that happen in front of me, and we'll see how I handle it. But if you knew she was a she was no, a I didn't racist, know she had tweets from so, ten years ago where she was an animal. And I never <laughs> thought that you'd be a racist supporter. What are the odds that Matt Stafford knew that, and that's why he walked away? Hey, it runs in the family, dude. You with with this chick, and you know Fiverr with Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> Look, had I known that this woman was a disgusting pig, her past tweets were, and she didn't like Hispanics. It's yeah, I know, dude. I'm Mexican. Uh, saw the tweets. You are look, <laughs> look. This woman, uh, is that karma now? I guess for thinking that way. Like I didn't know she was a stars and, and bars what, confederate supporter. What, what what made me laugh about the whole thing? There was a bunch of big name people donating to her GoFundMe. Yeah, she got up to like fifty girls or something. Yeah, like that, right. Bunch of people donating to her GoFundMe, and then they were like trying to figure out how to get their money back because <laughs> they didn't want to support a racist. Gotcha, you know bitch. And, and the way this works like that, she probably like, she's probably not be able to work in that industry anymore. Right. For their no, I mean, past like, discretion. She's I taking mean, they, pictures. I mean, they, honestly, they were, the, the they were stuff, terrible. They were yeah, terrible. The they were stuff terrible. They, they were got, awful. They were awful. She's a terrible person. Yeah. That stuff they got dug up on her no, was no. pretty bad. No, she went after all races, bro. She's terrible. Yeah. She didn't, she didn't seem to care for the Asians. Yeah, I mean, or the African American. So should Matt Stafford now not pay for her stuff? Weddle? Well, I mean, is he a man of his word? That's that's where yeah, yes, yeah. he should have done his research on this who do, before. Who he do you he support here? Now? I don't support on any of them. All right, <laughs> all right. Matt Stafford beat the Red, beat the Cardinals in the playoffs, and, and I don't like him anymore. And and this woman is uh, disgusting. So yeah, screw them both. <laughs> screw them both. She deserved to fall. It was off that funny stage. when we yeah. all found out about it because it was like my first response was to tag Widow on Twitter about it. Somebody did. <laughs> it was me. Somebody did. Yeah, and and we demanded you give Matt Stafford an apology. My bad, Matt. All right, my bad, Matthew or whatever. His yeah, name is. I don't want his family to get upset with me because I called him Matt. Yeah, I sent in our, I sent the screenshot of like her her Twitter history in our group chat. It was disgusting. And She's a disgusting. It, woman. it really was. She's pretty a disgusting bad. woman. And Widow. Weto just responds, he's like, I guess I owe Matt Stafford an apology. <laughs> My bad, Matthew. Do you think he still pays for it? No. I don't I, think he I, does. I, I no, that's it. his out now. I doubt it. I'm not helping out this this racist woman. And I, what I thought was funny, like, before this stuff came up. Yep. Like, there was people, you know, doing her GoFundMe and stuff. And yeah. I think it was, uh, and these people, like, went to her GoFundMe and it's like, if you go to if you if you go to support someone, give them some money. I don't think your your first instinct is to go through their Twitter history. No, and you had people. Oh, you're a, you're a racist supporter and this yeah, and that because yeah. <laughs> you donated yeah. to her. And 
Like, I didn't check out the Twitter page yeah. from fucking 10 years sorry, ago. Sorry, I didn't vet her Twitter from <laughs> 2014. It's going through tweets and yeah. fucking responses. Let me see what she said in 2014. Make sure this is okay. Yeah, no, she's a, she's a bad person, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what they do to the, the guys coming out for the NFL. Yeah, but I mean, go like, through all their you shit. would think those guys are smart enough now to, you know, just erase your history. Yeah. Well, someone's always got to Or just be, it. you don't even have to erase your history. You just not be like that. Yeah, just, just <laughs> be a, a decent human being. How about that? <laughs> just be a decent human being. Yeah, I mean. Sometimes, sometimes saying fucked up shit is funny. <laughs> right? Never. I'm not saying be racist. <laughs> no, that's I not mean, the like, motto here, but. No, I mean, like, there's gallows humor that's funny, but, like, not, I don't think, uh. I don't think what she was doing was exactly. No, no, hers, hers, hers wasn't like oh, let me over, throw a joke. And, and it wasn't one or two, man. No, it, was, it was, it was, it was a ton. Of there was pages of it. It's terrible. Just pages of of her. Uh, <laughs> so watch. Next week we're gonna come back and it's gonna come out that that was all made up. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Matthew Stafford uh, uh, PR machine, so he doesn't have to pay for this girl's surgeries. And he's like, hey, I just want a Super Bowl. I can't afford fifty thousand dollars. And 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 how many like. Is she really having surgery because she fell? Well, I don't know, man. A fractured spine is a big deal. But, but you know, maybe if she was a better person, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Karma finally came back. Yep. Karma got her. Mm-hmm. The, uh, hey, did you tell Wes who sponsored us? Your your cheese company. Que bueno queso. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get us some polos as we speak, but there's no... Uh, I couldn't there's, stop laughing. There's no so good cheese. It's the best cheese. You had it, but wasn't that cheese delicious? It is good. We, I had I had three bowls of nachos that night. Was yeah. it better than the Velveeta and Rotel? <laughs> I don't know. That, Why that you snicker? Because dis- it sounds disgusting, bro. <laughs> Velveeta and Rotel. I didn't uh, know hey, what Rotel hey, was. Hey, that's the difference between my culture and yours. We'll actually try different things, and it'll be okay. Like foo-foo. <laughs> I'm excited to try the foo I really am what, what, what is that place called? La, La Frenzy La Frenzy La Frenzy We're going to be doing the podcast from the La Frenzy Steakhouse, the steakhouse. <laughs> On the on the roof It's going to be badass Six and G Avenue, right? Yeah nope. We'll try that foo-foo You guys want to talk about that UFC card? UFC 272 yeah, yeah. What, what do we got? Street we got, Jesus Look, look I'm, I'm going to get this My boy Street Jesus Jorge Masvidal 35-15 overalls, fighting a grudge match against his former t- teammate from American top team, Colby Covington. Non-title fight will be a five-round fight. Uh, coming event, Rafael Dos Anjos against Rafael Fizev. Edson Barbosa will also be taking on Bryce Mitchell. Kevin Holland against Alex Oliveira, the Cowboy. Sergey Spivak against Greg Hardy, and that's the card for UFC 272, March 5th, Saturday at 8 p.m. Oh, John Jones got arrested again? Oh, my God. Never would have guessed. What, what do you do, do now? this time? What do you do now? Uh, is he, was he drunk again? His, apparently, his arrest video shows him headbutting a police car. <laughs> but what did he get arrested <laughs> for? I don't know, dude. I just saw the headline. Greatest fire of all time. Can't Misdemeanor battery domestic violence and injuring or tampering with a vehicle. So he got mad and fucking started kicking and headbutting a car. <laughs> it's terrible. I mean, he does have some lethal kicks, so that car's probably fucked up. <laughs> oh, that's all the way from yeah, September. I think that happened a while ago. I remember him hearing about him headbutting a car. I really want to see him fight Brock Lesnar. That's the fight I wanted. I, I, he probably will Brock Lesnar's ass, but that's the fight I, I wanted. I think he would, man. Yeah, I mean, he's... He'd be way too quick. I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Roman Reigns has never fought a UFC fight in his life, and I'm pretty sure he's going to be Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
So did the, they do that elimination chamber thing? Yeah, they did it. In Saudi did Arabia. Brock Lesnar win? Yeah, he won. He won. Didn't he say he on the on McAfee that he was gonna win? Oh yeah, that was a that that wasn't. If you haven't seen that interview, did you watch that whole yeah, interview? I, I watched it was it. phenomenal. It. it was good. It that, was good. The whole interview was phenomenal. That dude is like that is a cool dude, motherfucker, dude. Yeah, he he's, he seems like a good dude. He just doesn't like people. Yeah, he, he just he just. I mean, and, well, not, it shows. And you. I mean, he lives out on a compound up yeah. in Canada. Like, Grew up on a dairy farm, right? He lives in, in Canada. Uh, I do need to, yeah. Grew up I, in a dairy farm. I do need to get some of that, uh, that seasoning that he he came up with. He works with that butcher company. Is it better than the Jim Ross seasoning? Because that's actually pretty good. I don't know. They, it's all good, dude. But it's, it's some kind of butcher company that sells a uh, Brock Lesnar seasoning that he made. Wes ain't gonna use it. He's gonna buy it and just have it like just sitting it somewhere. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, all the guys said they love it. Like they're. Uh. Can we talk about who you got, Colby or Masvidal? Main event. Who you got? Who you got? I got uh, man, I got Street Jesus, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's I hard. hate Covington. He's so fucking annoying, man. It's hard. He to, tries so hard to be Connor. It's fake, dude. It's a it's a facade. It, it's hard to it's hard to bet against Masvidal, but I mean, you could eat like you could see. There's Colby times, Covington. Yeah, there's times Mas, if Masvidal comes out there and gets caught, dude. My thing is. I think the longer the fight goes, the more it's for Colby Covington. I mean, you saw him hold his own when he fought old boy for the belt. Like the the longer that fight went, he was he was in it because he was getting his ass with the first two rounds. Street Jesus Masvidal is the same thing. He's gonna if it's if he wins that fight, it's gonna be a TKO within the first two rounds. Hope he does. I'm so sick of listening to Colby Covington. According to Vegas, I mean, if you guys want to get in on this, Colby Covington is a minus 330 favorite. You can get Jorge Masvidal right now at plus 265. What? I mean, Colby Covington is a cardio machine. He's only lost to Usman twice. Masvidal coming off a big-time knockout loss to Usman. I mean, I'm going to get Really? Like, I'm going to get George at plus 265. I mean, minus 300 for Colby I, I, Covington. I, I, that's expect, crazy. I expected him to be the underdog. 330 is a lot, man. What is it for? 330 is uh, a lot. Can you already do like those those alternate bets? No, they only, they only got a straight up winner. Because I want right to see what a, a knockout or a TKO win well, for Masvidal. I'm sure they'll be uh, at some, you know, uh, FanDuel always puts out like the match ends in TKO, I, uh, like, or KO or pick, TKO. Pick a round or something, right? And and Masvidal in all his interviews says that, you know, they trained for years. They were homies at a, at a American top team down there in South Florida. And then when they trained that Masvidal would manhandle them, dude. I get it. It was Who said that? Masvidal said that. No, of I, I, I get it. It's been seven, eight years since then. And Colby has, I mean, pretty much won every fight when he hasn't fought Kamaru Uzman. <laughs> I mean, the whole Masvidal thing, it, to me, it doesn't look like he ever trains to get bigger or stronger faster or whatever like he's probably working on his craft but as if you're gonna bet on him to win the fight it's gonna be a knockout it's gonna be a knockout or a tko so when you get that part of the bet i think you know oh i think Mazadol win by knockout or tko that's probably gonna be like plus 400 this yeah. one's already 280 yeah, I, I don't see Masvidal winning a five-round decision no. against, against a cardio machine college wrestler like like colby covington is there any other good fights on that one uh, Dos Anjos is gonna fight. I mean, Greg Hardy's gonna fight. I hope he gets his ass kicked every time he fights. Are uh, any chicks fighting? Because no, those those no, are the good fights, no, dude. Just dudes. I mean, they probably will be on the prelims, but as far as the fight fights on the pay per view, it's gonna be all dudes. So no no title fight. No title fight. I mean, Masvidal is enough clout that this will be one of the highest bot pay per views of the year. Guarantee you with no title fight. 
which I, I kind of hate when uh, boxing and MMA does that. Like, like it's such a good main event. We don't give a shit about the undercard because people are going to buy it no matter what. A la Floyd fight, a Pacquiao fight, a De La Hoya fight back in the day, a Tyson fight. One of my one of my favorite um, UFC events all time was UFC 100. Yeah. When they really fucking brought it all out. Like, it was like three or four title fights. Yeah. yeah. The undercard was good. And, you know, they made it a big deal. That was the Lesnar Mir fight when he was shaking the cage and I beat him over the head with it. <laughs> he it had a horseshoe one. up his ass. Yeah, that was <laughs> the the UFC 100 card. Uh, Brock Lesnar defeated Frank Mir. John Fitch, champion at the time, defeated Paulo Tiago. George St. Pierre beat Tiago Alves. Dan Henderson beat Michael Bisping. Oh, that one. That was that, that was that, the that's his logo. Yeah. That's his logo, right? Yeah, that's yeah. when that Hendo got his logo from that one. That yeah. one was so badass. And Yoshihiro Sexyama Akiyama defeated Ellen and Belcher. I love that. And you know, after that, Henderson's never held back in interviews. No, right? and before that, he's always before and after. Dan Henderson's always been a fucking class act. Never does shit like that. But Bisbing talks so much shit to this dude when he fucking knocked him out. He's going for the kill shot. And he was already out cold. Yeah, and he said there. I remember him being asked, "Did you know he was out?" He's like, "Yeah, but he deserved that extra punch." <laughs> and 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 Dan Henderson, like like by the time he got to UFC here, he wasn't even his prime anymore, dude. Like that dude, when Pride closed its doors, he was the Pride middleweight champion, the Pride light heavyweight champion. So he had two belts at Pride. Uh, came to the UFC, think he lost a couple fights. Like he 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 was a little bit older. But I, a lot of people hate Michael Bisping. I kind of like Michael Bisping, bro. He's all right, but he like did him. deserve that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk shit, get hit, right? Mm-hmm. But it was a, uh, I mean, I I try to imagine being like, you see every time for the rest of your life you see Hendo's logo, and and that's like, you. you know it's you on the receiving end of it. <laughs> it's on hats, it's on shirts. Yeah, great logo too. And that was like the what the second car second fight of the main card that set the fucking tone, dude, for the rest of the. And then George St. Pierre went out and just manhandled old boy, beat his ass, and but and then. The Brock Lesnar Frank Mir rematch. That was such a such a good build up. Great fight. Uh whooped him. Frank Mir's kid's a a, a division one wrestler right now. I think he's undefeated, dude. I, I, I saw a video yeah. of him. That dude is put together. Look out for him in the next five years, MMA. Well, Frank Mir dude was stacked. Like big you dude. know, he, he was dude. he got fat towards the end of his yeah. career, but he was always he's stout. It's put big, together. Big. I'd kill for that body. How about uh <laughs> Uh, Troy Aikman might get a big time deal for Monday Night Football. I saw some four, five years, seventeen and a half million dollars per year to leave Fox and be the Monday Night Football lead analyst uh, on Monday Night Football for ESPN. Big time move. Hey, these guys are getting paid like they're in the league. Yeah, and the next the next big ones are uh, seeing who Amazon pulls in to be the commentators for Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Did article, you get an interview? Uh, I don't know why I haven't. But uh, the article I read said, "Don't be don't be surprised." Now that Joe Buck is without Aikman, they're really close. They're good friends. If Buck can spurn Fox to go to ESPN. And don't be surprised if Fox trades for Drew Brees, it said. Yeah. They can trade for broadcasters. Like, listen, listen, give us Michelle Tafoya and Troy Aikman, and we'll give you Drew Brees and Pam Oliver. Yeah, that's what the article said, right? They can trade people. No. That happened with Al Michaels. Al Michaels was calling uh, ESPN football games and and, uh, Sunday night. Uh, NBA games, and he was actually traded to NBC because NBC wanted him to pay more money. So ESPN got, I don't know what kind of compensation ESPN got, but they traded him. I didn't know that shit was possible. Hey, you imagine, dude, you roll up to McDonald's yeah. and you got some smooth talker on the mic and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, man, 
I'm training this dude. I'm yeah. training for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, you're you're working for us now. Yeah. You know, McDonald's. You know, mm-hmm. you got Wes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, 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 I, I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently, it is. Hey, you imagine getting trained at ESPN, dude? You'd be shitty as fuck. Those guys are annoying. Hey, Drew Brees. I get it. Great football player. Uh, has not been good on TV. Correct? Nah, he has not been good. I I, I didn't I didn't care for his. He he somehow got a lot more hair. I got to get get on that. Like, like, how, like how do you figure like, that out? Like somebody, yeah, terrific. <laughs> hims hims dot com. Um, Greg Olson's good on TV. I like Greg Olson. Uh, Sean Payton apparently will be offered the Fox lead job, but that's kind of a big nah. job for a guy who's never done it, bro. Hey, Troy Aikman is Gronk he? was terrible oh, on TV. Man. Gronk oh, is Gronk gets confused retarded. if you ask him what he wants for breakfast. That <laughs> office. Great football player, little little retirement. But Troy Aikman <laughs> is he making more money? Like, did he ever make seventeen million a year? I don't think he did because nah. he retired in the mid nineties, yeah. and and quarterbacks weren't paid twenty million dollars till within the last decade or so. Correct? Yeah, he's making more money than he did now as a player. I mean, Tony Romo got like twenty a year from CBS, right, or something like that. So, I, mean, I mean, he's way better at that than he was football. So who are they pairing him with? Is like, cause, I mean, well, that's the thing they they have they haven't announced anything, but I mean, well, it's because Al Michaels is still negotiating his stuff because he's a free agent as well with NBC, yeah. correct? Um, who who would you like to see Troy Aikman paired with uh, on ESPN? I mean, honestly, I think he, he works him and him and Buck worked really well. I don't want anything to do with Joe Buck. Especially when they, they take their shots at tequila before the game. Yeah. yeah. Like, that really works. I, I was a fan of Mike Tirico on Monday Night Football when he was on ESPN. I like Mike Tirico. Bring John Gruden to races. Was, Tari- was Tirico the one that got in trouble for, uh, di- didn't he, like, cuss on on Monday Night Football? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Might have been. Don't remember that. But Mike Tirico now as well works with NBC. He was the one next in line for when Al Michaels does leave. He's doing a lot of Olympic stuff right now. He's the next in line. If Al Michaels does uh, leave NBC, he will be the the lead analyst on Sunday Night Football on the Peacock. If John Gruden was allowed to come back... John Gruden was great on TV. Would Yeah, but the way his coaching thing was yeah, going... No, he, he's, he's, he's unhirable right now. But, you, you can't... You can't... No, I mean... You but can't. say say they did. Say say all that stuff didn't happen with the emails and stuff, and they brought him back. Would, would he not... Would it seem like you wouldn't give him as much clout because of the way his coaching was going? Because before he came back... When he would talk football, oh yeah, you know, spider uh, two wide banana, spider two wide banana. Like he had more clout because when he was in the NFL, dude, he was killing it as a coach. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I mean, he he's a say he uh, he does what Aikman does. Like he's 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 an analyst. They they need a play by play guy to match up with Troy Aikman. Uh, so I guess that, I mean, I kind of like Lewis Riddick on Monday Night Football. Wasn't the biggest greasy fan, but I like Riddick. Uh, Steve Levy, take it or leave it. Don't really care, but. They're talking I, about I thought, Riddick GM jobs too. Yeah, he 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 was actually in line for uh, was it the Niner job a couple of years ago? Um, we'll see, we'll see. Should 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 be interesting. Yeah, and I I noticed uh I think it was recently that the, there's a lot of uh, analyst essential free agents coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a big shuffle. Yeah, that because I think Schefter's coming up pretty soon, and what do you think of Shefty? Schefter's rehabbing right now. Was it uh, you saying he was scum? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't like the way the whole Tom Brady thing went down, but I get it. It's their job to be scummy and and because I, I I, I want to say who's first. Like I think it was uh, I know Schefter Schefter's do up for a deal. I wasn't sure about Rappaport, mm-hmm. and then uh, Kay Adams, she's oh. her her she has no contract past like a few more months with NFL Network. 
And I, she wants one of those jobs. Uh, hey, before I forget, M- Michelle Tafoya also no longer a part of NBC. She's out, so they need a new sideline reporter. Yeah, I didn't know that. You, like, you just noticed it when they were going over some of the these free agents in the analyst world, and I'm like, man, that's that's crazy. Like, some of them are like looking for bigger jobs and for work. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. F- before I forget, your your head coach Mike McDaniel's. Mm-hmm. Did you see? They got him with the fuck one, kill one, marry one with his coaches? It was marry one, kiss, kiss one. Kiss one, yeah. But you got the... What was it? Yeah, it was... It was it kiss was one, buddies. marry one, kill one. And it was... Uh, he, he said he would kill Sean McVay yeah, because, because he, he beat him, him most he recently. Him. He would marry Kyle Shanahan because he was with him the longest. They spent the most time together. And he would kiss... Uh, who, who was the other one? Oh, the dude from the Packers. Because the he fur. has pretty eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> Widow's guy. But what's cool about it is not a lot of coaches would would even fucking entertain that stupid question. He's he's weird. He's a weird motherfucker. He's a genius, bro. He, he's, he's, he's a, a weird. He's a genius. Yeah. Like, geniuses are a little odd. And I don't know what kind of football coach he's going to make. But from a schematics, analytical standpoint, I don't know if there's anybody better than him. But what, where, where I think he's going to struggle is where he's got to command a room, right? Because I think you said it. Did Wes say it or Jeff said it? He's the mom, right? Hey, am He's I am mom. I lying? No. Am I lying? He's the mom. Well, boys, we got a lot of good sports talk in there today. The uh be coming back at you uh next week with uh everything we find out from this week. So Yo Adrian, we did it. Thank you guys. Have a great night.